0: to the calgary bros football podcast this is uncle cb here and i've got v to expect on the other side guys
1: what's good y'all what's good
0: hey guys um you know we're just happy to be here guys you know happy to talk about football happy to be back um you know taking uh kind of a week uh in between and not flooding our uh uh, show with a bunch of things that are not, um, how would I put it, that we're not ready to really, really discuss about. But a lot you of people...
1: Relevancy?
0: Going, yeah, relevancy. You know, making things relevant. You know, um, we wanted to spend more time, uh, you know, reviewing football games, watching the matches. Uh, and when you look through things, I find out that whenever we watch a game and we wait rather than reacting immediately to that game you're we have better insight and better foresight as to what's to come um versus just watching one game reacting to that one game and the next game and then reacting to that next game uh for example if we had uh, been here and uh you know i reacted to manchester united tying against uh, west brom 1-1 I would have been like, "Yeah, this is the end of the world." And then fast forward the following week, reacting to Manchester United being associated for nil, I would have been like, "This is the next next best thing to slice bread," you know. Yeah. So, um, but uh, I feel that anytime we have time to look at two three games, we're able to cover the league at a much better pace. So, with with that being said, a lot of games have gone through. United won uh, this weekend um, against Newcastle, 3-1. Chelsea tied 1-1 against Southampton. And those are the two teams we're going to be covering in detail today. Um, And then also we're going to jump over into uh, a little bit of the Milan Derby, the Italian League, and what's happening in the Italian League right now uh, with Inter Milan and AC Milan. Um, And also as well, if we have time, we may just touch base on you know, Borussia Dortmund watch. But for now, welcome to the show. And today we're going to be talking about, or we're going to start off right away with Manchester United. Have you been able to watch any of the Manchester United games, uh, Vic?
1: Honestly, I haven't had uh, much time to really be watching, Man, you. <laughs> I've been uh just working a lot, man. I've just been working a lot.
0: Yeah, man, this guy finally getting that job with the, you know, with the business, eh? So he's he's taking care of the money first. He's forgotten about his fans.
1: Nah, I never forgot about y'all. I'm always like, let's do the show, let's do the show. But it's so late and Benson's got to work the next morning. I got to work the next morning. And then it's pretty much like just finding the time to do it. But we're here. That's just all we can say, right?
0: Yeah, man, that's all we can say, bro. So you have not been watching any of the games, They eh? Shoot, except but at least you've been watching some Chelsea games though.
1: Yeah, I, I record the Chelsea games and I go back and watch them. Okay. So,
0: so we're gonna we're gonna take a random twist. Because instead of me sitting here talking about United on a on a twenty minute monologue. Um what about, <laughs> what, about what about what about City? Have you been seeing what City's been doing to this league?
1: Oh my god, man. We are now a Farmer's League again.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, man. Pep, Pep is doing everything he can to turn this league into a Farmer's League. It's a joke.
1: Oh, God. He is just absolutely demolishing that. It. It's like, yeah. what in the world is going on?
0: Ruben Diaz, man. Ruben Diaz. He's the answer to all your problems. You know, if United had taken $60 million and spent on Ruben Diaz, save the $20 million, Put that twenty million into the next purchase of uh, at the end of this season for J- Jaden Sancho. Um, you know, maybe it would have looked a lot more different. But um, you know, the 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 thing is, funny enough, Kevin De Bruyne was out for City for how many weeks, and people were like, "Yes, this is the opportunity we've all been wanted. Uh, we've all been wanting and um, with Kevin De Bruyne out, now we can take care of the league. Now yeah, we can."
1: I- yeah. Okay, Iguodala okay. just destroyed this league. I,
0: I know, and all of a sudden Iguodala <laughs> gun channeled his inner like uh, Bruno instincts and started scoring goals, mm-hmm. getting assists, winning games for his team. And it's like, what the heck is happening here? This was supposed the to be, this was supposed to be the time when Kevin De Bruyne goes out. They were like, okay, we finally get the opportunity to like get back at him, and nothing happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, so the league is done, bro.
1: <laughs> league is done. Yeah, congratulations, uh, Man City on winning the league.
0: Yeah, City. show's over. We're done, guys. Yeah. Nothing more.
1: <laughs> <I> Peace <appreciate> out. <it. laughs> this is it. <laughs>
0: but um no, but uh, no, they're dominating the league and um there's sh- what a show of class, man. Like, what a show of class. Like some people will hear me talk about Kevin De Bruyne and the way um, you know, I I adore that guy, man. The guy's a fantastic player. Um, I mm-hmm. also Pep, I think Pep, hands down. People may disagree with me. People may not. Um, but I think uh, of our generation, Pep. In my opinion, at this moment, um, yeah. Sorry,
1: He's the
0: greatest. He's the greatest. You know, maybe maybe not. Uh, uh comparison to Sir Alex Ferguson, but you know he is uh uh at that, you know after the alex ferguson's time i think he is the best manager hands down i think his football is revolutionary what he has done what he has set up um and the adoption the the change from everybody to adopt his style of play and for yeah. him to still last this long with what he's doing with um not not just his style, he's also adapted his style. So he's not as high, crazy tempo, high passing as much as he used to be. He, mm-hmm. he's, he's recognized that his team, his team's capabilities, his team's weakness. So mm-hmm. and you, can, and you can see it every single time when they go on that pitch. You, you know who's going to be winning the game. It's not even... It's not even a joke. And people always say, oh, but he had like a billion pounds to spend. Okay, yeah, absolutely. He had a billion pounds to spend only to put Ferran Torres on the bench, put Nathan Aki on the bench, um, you know, and start putting guys like Kyle Walker on the bench and Mendy on the bench. And you he can, he can say what you want to say. And I, I do agree with people who said he has all the cash to, to spend, but I think that he picks his players well. He picks his options well, and he's been able to – you know, improve that um, city side uh, drastically. They're so good defensively. They're so good offensively. Now they're probably going to get shafted in the Champions League, um, but uh, I just, I just think that. I, yeah.
1: think, I think, I think City will end up, probably end up winning everything. No, I don't. This, think, I don't think. This year, I think. I think this is now where Pep is like, okay, this is it, bro. Like. If I don't do it this year, (laughs) I won't get another chance, bro.
0: He signed a new three-year contract, though.
1: He did, yeah. But how long is that going to last for? You know what I mean? Like, it it might get to a point where he's just like, Pep usually takes five seasons and then he's out, right? No, he takes –
0: no, it's three seasons and he's out, not five.
1: Yeah, but at Barcelona, he took five.
0: No, I think he did three.
1: He was was in Barcelona for five and then three years in Bayern and then – So far in city, it's what four years.
0: Yeah, about four years. Yeah.
1: So Mm. at one point he's gonna realize that man, I gotta take another sabbatical, and uh, (laughs) and pretty much just relax, cause he already knows like living under that pressure is just is outrageous, right? Mm. And um, hence why he always he wins a lot of things. Like he like he did it in Bayern too. He won he won everything in Germany, right? He's won everything in England now. All he needs is the Champions League with a different club other than Barcelona and this man could pretty much just be like, I'm
0: retiring.
1: <laughs> I'm the goat. <laughs> I'm, the goat. Yeah, I'm the goat, yeah. I'm pretty much just retire, but like I don't think he would because he loves football and he's just like pep he's just like uh Marcelo Biesler where they're like, I need this blood, you know? So mm.
0: Yeah. No, I, I hear you, man. I, I, I don't know. I I don't think, I don't think, I just think they have a mental block. I really do. I think that um, when it comes to the Champions League, they just, he, he has a mental block. I think he, his genius does him, goes against him. It's a double-edged sword. His genius comes back to bite him because either he overplays his system to the point where he's like, for example, if you go back to the Tottenham City game where they just went nuts, goal after goal after goal after goal after goal. And then Var ended up shafting them. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and then you now go into the Leon game where he just double th- thought things. He was just like, Why are you making this formation? You've never played this before. Why are you trying to be so smart? Yeah. And it got knocked out, right? So I think if he doesn't learn from that, he's going to get punished. There's always – there's the always, Champions League is a different beast, man. There's always teams that come into the Champions League and they just look like the team to beat. And then another team just comes out of nowhere and just – Yeah, does something miraculous. Like we were, we were looking at the Juventus team um, uh, at that time. I can't remember what year that was, when the league was with Ajax and uh-huh. Van de Beek and Hakim Ziyech and um, I think that was the year that Liverpool went to the finals but and Liverpool won the finals but you know you looked at that season and everybody was just like Juventus just looks like the team Ronaldo has come to Juventus they've yeah. got it on lock you know they're going to be on fire and then these these young boys from Ajax just came out and just played them off the park like you know they didn't play very well in, uh, in the Netherlands but they went to 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 Turin and they just absolutely played them off the park. So, I don't know, man. Like you're gonna be looking at Champions League, just has like a different. It's not like any other league. When you're watching, when you're watching each league, you know, like, okay, this is what I'm gonna expect from Inter Milan, right? Um, and speaking of Inter Milan, we're gonna get into them. But that's what I'm gonna expect from Inter Milan. This is what I'm gonna expect from Juventus. This is what I'm gonna expect mm-hmm. from Borussia. This is what I'm gonna expect from. Bayern, right? In their regular yeah. leagues. You know, Manchester United, Manchester City, PSG, in the regular leagues, this is what you expect. This the regular leagues seem to follow like a very um predictable script. Maybe not in the early stages, but later on throughout the season, it kind of follows a predictable script. You can understand, okay, this is how like Liverpool's gonna win this league. Like we, we know how they're playing. They're they're gonna dominate the league. Like City now, they're gonna win the league. We know how they're playing, they're gonna dominate it. Uh Juventus, we know how they're playing. Bayern, we know how they're playing. Barça or Real, we know how they're playing. But when it comes to the Champions League, there's just this always little Zazz of difference. Like just something smaller than that. It's a little bit differently. And it's that makes it very difficult to tame. That's what makes what Real Madrid did with the Champions League so cool and 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 uh, unprecedented that the way they tamed the Champions League, you know, three years in a row, and Zidane and Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, Real Madrid, just taming the, the the Champions League and making it very predictable, uh, a tournament that a lot of people don't know how to predict, home and away causes so much confusion. Like, you know, you, you could be the hottest team at home and then away somebody plows you or, or maybe you're trying to hang on for a lead at home, and then they they score on one and it changes the dynamics of the game. So the Champions League just does that little bit different. You know what I mean? So anyway, maybe City may win it, but I just don't think – I think there's a team that's going to probably pop up and everybody's like, what the heck? Who are these guys? Like, where did they come from? It may be Atletico this season. Um, you know, it may be uh, – uh, you know i don't I don't know it may be even Juventus I don't know it may be them yeah. <laughs> even even though they lost to Porto, it may even be Porto, you never know right, so morega, yeah, right, so you never know anyway but um city has city has tamed uh, the Premier League again and looks like they're gonna be running it through but um in that in that thing in that same vein, it's just such a getting to the point I wanted to kind of originally make, it just shows you how disappointing what we're seeing from the other guys. Like, looking at what Manchester... Talking about Manchester United, tying 1-1 with West Brom was a joke. Like, it was a joke of astronomical proportions, man. You know, people always talk about Bruno. Like, Bruno scored the beautiful goal against West Brom. Please don't get it wrong. Like, this, I love Bruno, man. Bruno's like... Bruno was out, was my brother, man. Oh, my goodness, man. This guy will be getting all the gifts. Even if he makes a million, billions of dollars more than I will, I do, we'll be showering him with gifts and praises because of how amazing of a footballer he is. But I always say this thing. There's levels to this game. I say this every day, every single time. Um, mm-hmm. And when you're playing against Assam Aladice, Aladiccio, you know, the master of Catenaccio, the English version uh sit back park the bus break um and you don't have a system to clearly break them down and you rely on guys like Bruno when Bruno has like a bad game you can see how bad he is man like there's some moments where you're like oh my goodness Bruno what the hell are you doing not every ball is a hero ball not every ball is a um cut through the through pass like fifa you know how you play fifa every single time you hold like what is it l1 and triangle or l2 and triangle oh, yeah. <laughs> and it lobs over like that's kind of this dude man like that's it he's playing like fifa ultimate team bro um <laughs> but um at some point you have to look at things and say like look man like bro sometimes you just gotta keep things simple but anyway, it's what it is, um, and also we 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 missed some key opportunities last minute. But it just never felt like we really deserved it. And like when you look at City playing and they're winning games, you're like, this team deserves it 100. percent Like they 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 slowly pry like your fingers off a game, and they just control it from start to finish. So you know, United, man, like, you know, it's just kind of a joke, bro, like, and and I keep saying this, man, next season is going to be 20 times tougher, Liverpool will be back, Van Dyke is already training to get back in shape, Joe Gomez yeah. is already coming back in shape, right, like, you know, uh, Chelsea, even though you guys are all over the place right now, I think next season, man, that's when people need to start watching out for you guys, man, and then mm-hmm. you've, got, you've got City, who's not messing around, and we're busy losing. We're busy tying the West Brom. Like, what the hell is that, man? Anyway, we we've dropped the league. Um, in the Europa, we won four nothing. Only when I played a very strong team against Sociedad. I've been saying this, man. Don't play a strong team against these guys, man. Forget about the Europa League. Just secure a second. And if you want to, if he wants to, um, uh, win a win a tournament within the Europa, then sure, go for it, bro. Like, I mean, why shouldn't you, right? but yeah. you're risking your people don't understand how tiring bro like it's so tiring to play i don't know what it is but mentally people, players get so exhausted going into Thursdays and playing Sundays right so rest your best players bro rest them you can be that whenever but anyway at least he's he's taking care of the business we beat that for nothing and then we mm-hmm. beat we beat Newcastle 3-1, so that means there's at least more time for guys like Bruno to rest and just relax this dude, man, because if this guy gets injured, bro, I swear to God, man, we're fucked, man. Like, we really are because we just... It's, it's funny how I talk about levels of the game and how Bruno isn't, in my opinion, fully quite there yet. Yeah. But how we're so dependent on him. If he's not there... Man, like, Van Der Beek is not even ready. Van Der Beek is not a number 10, in my opinion, but he's not even ready, man. Like, mm-hmm. anyway, so season for me, like, honestly, I won't, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, watching this season is kind of going through the motions now. um, mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of, like, hopefully we secure a second. At least, just hopefully, because Leicester, look, they look like they're on the door. But we keep blowing chances to... Secure second and and show like we're the second best team in England. So mm-hmm. it's I hope I hope we don't lose our uh, steam towards the end of the season because playing Europa is gonna gas you out. Still being in the FA Cup is gonna gas you out, and then playing Premier League games nonstop is gonna like just kill your players, right? Yeah. So you
1: guys
0: got
1: us next next game anyway, huh? You guys got us next game
0: yeah bro yeah yeah but at least we yeah but at least we be so that 4 nothing, which is good because then Ole can take his eyes because Ole takes Europa League so seriously I don't know why but like at least he can take his eyes off Europa League yeah and then he I, think just,
1: I think he just wants to win something that's what it is now
0: yeah I know but it's, we're not Tottenham no, man like you can't be uh, fighting to win something like Winning something should come to you based yeah. on how good your team performs. Like, when we lost to uh, City in the Carabao Cup, we deserved that L, bro. We deserved that L big time. And the reason why we deserved it is because we were not—we're simply not good enough. It's not a matter of, you know, if you're a good team, if you're a good coach, you're a good team, you have a good system in play, you will not be so stressed out about a tournament and a cup and a trophy, um, it will come to you. Uh You see Pep? Pep doesn't sit here crying about Carabao Cup. He doesn't sit here crying about the FA. He doesn't. He doesn't. Jurgen Klopp, Klopp himself, he doesn't sleep. uh, uh, Sorry, he doesn't lose sleep over like... like, They lost the Europa League uh, final, I think in his second year or something. And he was like, meh. Like literally, Sevilla beat them. I think three two or something or something like that. He was yeah. like, "Okay, cool, man." You know, the mm-hmm. FA Cup, uh, FA Cup uh, last uh, couple of seasons, he hasn't been playing his best team. This only time he played his best team this season was because um, he realized that his players are badly out of form. That he's like, "Okay, fuck it, I'm I'm gonna invest my time on on this right." But be, but originally he's like, "Man, I don't I don't give a shit." He doesn't care. He doesn't care about the Carabao. He doesn't give a shit about the FA. He put his money on the Champions League on a thing that truly motivates players and the Premier League. And what yeah. did he do? He won, he won them both. He mm-hmm. won them both. So um, it's good to win, win the, the Cups, the FA Cups and the Carabao Cup. But like, to be real, bro, like, what does that really do for you? What does, the Euro, what does winning the second-tier European League do for you European tournament. Do for you.
1: I guess it guarantees you going into Champions League if you're not in okay. it.
0: Okay, if you're not in it, but a club like United should be in it without needing that. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Good yeah. team shouldn't even worry about that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, so um, you know, trying to win a cup, go go to turn go to Tottenham. Look at what Murillo's is doing with those those guys, man. Mourinho is like. <laughs> <laughs> the guy the guy, the guy, everybody's like, as far as he wins a cup, man, as far as and now he's losing games like West Ham, yeah, you know he's losing he's losing games he should not be losing because that's the mentality of a small team, yeah. oh, we need to win a trophy just to validate our existence, look, you're fucking you're either a big team or you're not a big team, United is a big team, and United cannot be sitting here crying over like, oh, we did not win the Europa League, oh my God, like. Who gives a shit, man? Like Europa League is not fucking what we should be in the first place. We should be in, you know, the 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 Champions League. And it's either you're getting knocked out in the quarterfinals, um, at least, or semifinals, or you're not in it. Forget it, you know. And then the Europa League is either you're winning the whole bloody thing or you're not winning it. Nobody gives a shit. Like it's not, you know, it's just people padding stats and like, oh yeah, I just won the fucking. You know, um, Euro Europa League, bro. Like, I, I just, I just, I just won that. Okay, uh, Mourinho won it. What happened to him the next season? Got fired. You know, so uh, or the next following seasons, he got fired. So it's like, yeah, he's like, I don't know, man. Trophies and stuff. Like, imagine me just sitting there trying to like, banter. Uh, a Liverpool fan, and like, hey, man, we won the Europa. And then they're telling me that they won the Champions League. Like, what does that do for me, bro? Like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I guess it does help players get the winning mentality and puts their mindset on the state of a run. But either way, he's going into semifinals and he's losing all the time. So it's like, well, what's the point then? Like, you're putting all your eggs in this basket and you keep losing why why are you investing so much energy and so much time on it? Yeah. But I mean, anyway, I don't want to get angry over this shit, man. But um, you know, the 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 next game is against um I think Society Dad, I think is their way the home leg home game.
1: And then and after that Huh? On Thursday, right?
0: On Thursday, yeah. And after that we gotta deal with you guys in Chelsea. So let's jump over to Chelsea man. Thomas Tuchel, man, this guy is uh uh one um uh his game against Newcastle won nothing. And then he tied 2-0, against... 2-0, 2-0. Oh sorry, two zero. And then he tied against um uh Southampton, one one, which is Southampton's a banana skin of a game. I like, thought... I like how you would probably should You guys should have won it? Yeah, we should have won that
1: game. We missed yeah.
0: you. Well, Okay. Um I heard something interesting because uh, I didn't really watch the game, but I heard what you guys uh, uh, uh what Tuko did to uh, Callum hudson Odoy. Yeah. Um he brought him on as a sub and then subbed him out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was was Callum hudson Odoy that bad?
1: I I don't think so, honestly. Okay. But I guess like from um when I was watching the game, I, I saw like his body Language and sometimes when he, he's just getting frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but I don't think like that's the um I don't think that warrants him getting like sobbed off at the seventy some minutes, right? Because okay. it was pretty much like he 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 wasn't that bad. Like he was actually one of the reasons why we got that penalty for Mason Mounts, right? He yeah. For the play, right? So
0: okay. But- I I, I want to say I want to say this, right? This is a big, big deal, uh, for me. You know, because I, I don't I don't I don't care how good or bad of a manager you are, you do not do that to any person. You do not sub a player in and yeah. then sub them out. Like that is bad. Like in we the
1: have, books, has a, has a flick did that to Leroy Sane, Mourinho did that to Matic. Yeah, uh, you know. T.T. is doing it to Callum Hudson-Odoi.
0: Yeah. If you if you if you do that to a players, especially young players, it fucks it in my mind, man. It really does. And uh this has happened. I've seen it happen to Moise Kean. Uh Duncan Ferguson did that to him. He subbed him on and then subbed him off. Like that is just it's in my head. I don't I can't, I don't you know we we coach we coach amateur right, and constantly you're pulling players on putting taking them off, putting them on, taking them off, but in a football game where like the whole world is watching and you can only get subbed in and out, and that's it that is bad dude like i don't I like tuko, I think he's a very good manager, he's a good coach, he knows how to coach the game properly, yeah but I, but man management in this level of football is one of the biggest things you don't flex your muscle this way, you know, as much as, as much as, as much as Oli has frustrated me on the footballing side of things, his man management is one thing that I've always said, like, bro, this guy knows how to manage the worst kind of human beings. If he has to. Yeah. Right. And Tuko cannot, in my opinion, is like, that's like a Cardinal sin, man. You pull that shit off. You are gonna go downhill over time with your management. Yeah, over time. I don't care how good of a manager you are. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get it over time uh, mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a, as a manager because people will see what you just did, and they'd be like, "Look, I don't know if I want to be playing for a guy like this, bro." You know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anywho, but I did not look good. I just did not look good. When I heard it, I was like, "Nah, there's no way this happened." To Callum Hudson, the guy he's been playing nonstop, like has busted his ass for him so far this season, and to mm-hmm. do that to him, did he at least give him a hug or something when he when he pulled him off?
1: When he pulled him off, as he was walk, as as uh, Callum was walking, he came up and like tapped him at the back and like held his um put his arm around him and all that. But he he said in the press conference, right? He he's been asked like over like since since the Newcastle game, this has been a thing, like the press is just like constantly just asking him about it. Like what, what's happening. And he pretty much said, um, that he talked to him in front of the dressing room and he told them why he pulled him out. Right. And then, um, as well, he was like, it's not a big deal for me. It's not a big deal for him. Like we move on. He, he, he showed up to training. He's smiling. Everything is good. Like you guys just need to let it go. Right. And, um, but you know nobody's gonna let that shit go. <laughs> like they're gonna keep that going.
0: No so. man. No. I just that's just a cardinal sin for me, man. You just yeah. never, never pull that. You never like
1: you, 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 do, you do that when you want to send shockwaves to your team. Pretty much like you tell them like don't even, ever. Like if even, I ever see, he says he says he expected more from Callum. Like and. Caylen has been like his his most played player since he came in. He's actually played a good game, right? I know,
0: but even even at that, man, that that's not a good enough excuse, man, bro. Football is already hard as it is, man. Like get you don't you don't get you don't get constant changes, right? You only get once. You get three subs, and then now a concussion sub to add on top, right? So if you're pulling players out, putting them back, like, uh, I mean, putting the player on and pulling them out later, bro, like, oh my God, man. Anyway, I mean, he says it's not a big deal, but that's what you see now. Fast forward six months down the line, something happens, somebody brings it back up again. They're like, oh, Callum Hudson, the other sources say he was never happy about that decision, that Thomas uh, thing. He felt like he would throw him under the bus. Um, He didn't have his back. And then he made a mistake and wanted to use him as cover-up. Like, you know, you hear all the, those kind of shit, and that's yeah. not good. That's not somebody, good for a yeah, man-man. On
1: the, on the ESPN thing, and I think uh, somebody said if he was Lampard, he'd, <laughs> so he'd be crucified.
0: Absolutely. I'm so freaking mutely.
1: He'd be crucified.
0: Absolutely. But anyway.
1: He can go ahead and do what he's doing, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. But... but. Yeah, but you guys, you guys, uh, uh, anyway, you guys and tied with Southampton 1 1. Um, you know, all the uh, is, I, I guess you could say, okay, you guys missed a bunch of chances, but are you guys really looking that much better? Would you say that under Lampard so far?
1: Honestly, it's pretty much still the same. We need to iron out and, and fix our our finishing, and our finishing has always been the biggest thing. Um, before Lampard left, it was the defense. But um, earlier in the season, the defense was solid. Where we didn't concede what like goals, we didn't concede a lot of goals, and and uh, our defense was keeping clean sheets like no man's business. So yeah. Um. Now Titi came in. I guess like he kind of brought that that uh that kind of back into the into the Chelsea dressing room. But as well, in the same sense, it's like we still have the same problems where we're not finishing. We're not finishing, and we're not like – um, and that's like a huge thing because if we can't finish, how are we supposed to score goals, right? Mm-hmm. Depending right now on Mason Mount, and like he's trying his best, but like he's going to – he needs help, man. He's not a one-man army, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool, brother. Cool, cool. Now, the next game you guys got, you guys are playing against Atletico. I'm hearing a lot of signs that uh, Diego Simeone has a very nice surprise for y'all. Are you guys ready for that game?
1: Oh, we uh I think we're ready because uh, Pulisic just returned. K- Kai Havertz just returned.
0: Oh, God. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down, slow down. Pulisic was injured again.
1: Yeah, he, he wasn't injured. Like, he had a little knock um, oh, that, he, that he, cut, like, he cut in training. And it was pretty much like um, uh, they pretty much put him pulled him out just so he can um, not feel like that. You know what I mean? And oh,
0: um,
1: yeah, be, yeah, like they were being precautionary with it, right? And um, so pretty much now he he returned back to training today, and I guess like everything was all good. Like he trained and he didn't feel any pain, so it was good. I have it, it's good. Kai Havertz the same thing. He's also feeling good, so. Those two are gonna be there. ziak looks like he's back as well. Um, we saw the uh, in the game against Southampton in the last 10, 15 minutes. That I think I think that's the system that we're going to play against Atletico, which is two number tens. Mm-hmm. Cause I know Atletico will probably sit cause the the uh, Simeone's way is I'll sit till you know I you give me an opportunity, right? And then we fly, right? Yeah. So, um. But this would be the best time to to take it upon them and and win this game because they're not playing at home. Um. They're playing in Bucharest. I don't even know where that is, but whatever. They're playing in Bucharest and uh, they're not they're not at home, and so it's time to take advantage of that. Plus, they have not they have injuries and they have COVID situations, so that's mm-hmm. also that's also a way to also take take um uh, advantage of that. Jao Felix is going to be available for the game. Luis Suarez is not. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, Jose Jimenez is not. Um, a few other players are not going to be there. Yannick Carrasco will not be there either. So, yeah, I think now is the time to pretty much like win this game because when it comes back to the bridge, they're going to have a full squad coming at it. So, Yeah. Oh well. Well we'll see we'll
0: see how that game looks like. Um and we'll see what things look like uh um for Atletico. That will be a fun game. Are you playing tomorrow or is it on Wednesday?
1: It's tomorrow. Tomorrow at one okay. one PM.
0: Perfect. You know, we'll be both tuned on watching that game, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. All right, bro. We're gonna jump things over then over to Liverpool. Um, are you seeing what's happening in Liverpool
1: right now? Yeah, they're having, like, a bad, bad, a bad, a bad month. (laughs) Mm.
0: Yeah, this this has become a nightmare situation for them. They, um, uh, Henderson, I was, I I was going to watch the game, but then I just kind of was like, "Eh, fuck these guys, man. I don't want to watch stupid ass, like, Merseyside Derby.
1: (laughs) Um, but, um. You
0: know what I should have. What I should have probably done uh, should have been um, maybe you know go back and watch it again. But I managed to catch like a little bit of the first goal, and then I uh, I tuned I tuned back on, and as soon as I tuned back on, I saw Henderson try to take the ball, or, and I saw him dribble up uh, Dukure, and the next minute he fell, and I thought like Duk- Dukure fouled him. But then it's like, yeah. oh, he injured himself. So it was like, goddamn. And, um, this brought up one. Somebody once asked the question and they were like, is club's philosophy finally catching up on him?
1: Uh, I think, I think in a way it is because they, um, they do gagging press, right? Mm-hmm. So their gagging press right now is wear and tear. The, it, their, their bodies are all depleting. Mm-hmm. So, like I said um, um, uh, on previous shows, I said you either go to buy new players to help you with the with the wear and tear and the amount of uh, workload that goes into into um, into the into that system because your your whole body is involved in it, right? So you either buy new players or you start to slow down a little bit. And what's happening with Liverpool is pretty much they're not buying players. Yeah. So Jürgen, Jürgen is forced to use who he has, who already have the wear and tear. So pretty much that's just that's just adding more insult upon injury. Mm-hmm. So now the players are feeling it. The injuries are happening. Like guys are getting injured left, right, and center. Plus. Not only that, it's also taken away from the fact that their best fucking CDM can't play his position. Yeah. He's playing in the back, right? Yeah. So um, they went to go and buy Kabak Ozan, right, from Schalke. Yeah. But Shalka has been fucking abysmal for like, what, for over a year or so now because they, they haven't won a game in like a year. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, but I guess, like, Kabak was pretty good there. Like, he, he showed signs of, you know, of potential of coming up. But still, man, like, you know, you're at Liverpool. You fucking won the league last year. You can't spend no money. You had to go and buy some dude who's, like, a top prospect. But you can't go to another club and price, and price out a fucking A1 fucking quality. Yep. So it's like, it's like, they they uh, the board knows what they are doing, right? Klopp also knows what these idiots are doing because they are pretty much setting him up for failure. Yeah. <laughs> and and he pretty much just has to live with it. You know what I mean? They they're not buying these high quality ass players because they're they're looking at it in a way like, oh, Klopp can develop um a top prospect. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you shouldn't be looking at it like that. You win one league, you want to win the next, so it's like, why would you go and buy um, a, a player who's a top prospect rather than going to go and get David Alaba, who's who's on sale right now? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Go and buy David Alaba, bring him to the club. You know, go buy like quality, quality talent. You know, but yet yeah, you you decide to um, just chill. And buy so the way I look at it is like f s g is buying players to make it look like, oh, like we give a fuck about what's going on here, but the matter of fact is they're just giving club more work, and it's like you're you're not evening out what he has to do, you know what I mean, yeah. so and I think that game against leipzig um they kind of they um um Liverpool was lucky because Leipzig gave off stupid mistakes, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So uh, Liverpool made them pay for it. But this next leg that's coming up, I feel like Leipzig's gonna do them in. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there for
0: sure. But like I don't do 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 you even think that it's a fair criticism though? Because if you're looking, they got him Jota. Um
1: Yeah, but Jota got injured. But,
0: but so, if yeah. you if you wanna go back, he played Jota in a game that was meaningless.
1: Yeah, so true. that's kind of on him. But another, another thing why he played him in the game does who the hell is he? Uh, who else is he gonna play? Well,
0: they have Origi in a meaning oh, in man. a meaningless game. Origi is perfect. You know, Origi just didn't turn up shit, man. Like you guys are forgetting, Origi was the guy who scored you know a couple of key goals for them in the um, Champions League.
1: Play, Champions League. So, yeah, I feel like they don't give Origi what like, what he's doing. I don't know why Origi is still in that club.
0: I think Origi just priced himself out. Like he's trying to get out, but I think that um, he's too expensive in terms of a loan. And then he's not worth it in terms of a purchase. So and Liverpool are not going to give him up for cheap when it's like, this guy just scored like important goals for us in the champions league. Why would we just, you know, get rid of him? Right. So I don't know, man. Like I, I just, it's a tough one to deal with. Like, you know the gagan press system. Yeah, I agree with you. is hundred percent. Like you know, it's finally caught in, catching up to them. But also, they're just old man. Like some of these guys are as old as we are, twenty eight, thirty. You know, so that's usually around the age when you stop Giger pressing and you start figuring out how to hold offensive. Um, I mean, uh, hold strong defensive strategies. Um. Yeah. So I just don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't think it's it's necessarily that. And I think that, you know, as you said, their best center defensive mid is playing center back and and has gotten yeah. injured. And then they have, like, a, they have an injury list. Like, the whole back line, except for, like, the full backs are basically injured, right? So, you can't it's a tough thing to, like, you know, put on him. And then he has these new guys from Derby and, uh, you know, the, the Turkish kid or whatever, the one from Schalke. You know, he has those two dudes that are not, like, up to par yet, but it takes some time for them to get up to par. And they're being, they're being dumped into the fire it's so early into their career when naturally they should be having people like Van Dyke and Joe Gomez um, and matt tip showed them the ropes but those guys are not available either so it's a t- it's a tough place to be I think I think yes' as a part I think at first before I used to say I don't think FSg were making a mistake in terms of not investing but I think in a way yes um, mm-hmm. as a team I think Liverpool's first 11 is the best first 11 in the Premier League hands down um, yeah, absolutely. but uh,
1: uh, like they they're, they're original yes, they're original
0: with their their fools squad and everybody together like the chemistry together is like phenomenal, but um you know with all the the patchwork that they have to do they're not they're not so good now, and you know they got thiago thiago has just people make fun of him all the time, I think he's a good player, but he hasn't hit the ground running as much as people expected him to, so yeah. You know, you have all these things, right? Like it's a purple it's a it's a um, not not a purple patch but it's a it's a it's a bit of um a bloody a, a, a purple face that they're receiving right now this month. Um mm-hmm. maybe when they get a couple of people back. Like I remember the game where Matip came back, and you just see the way Liverpool played just by having like an actual starting center back. The way they played Completely night and day compared to the way they play now with a bunch of guys who don't know how to, you know, who don't understand their system very much, right? So, anyway, we'll see how that goes for them. Uh, speaking of Leipzig, um, Upper Meccano is going to um Bayern Monique. Yeah, that is just what what a fucking
1: deal. Like what a what joke, a joke, exactly. joke bro. Like, let's just let's just skip this topic and just go somewhere else. let <laughs> talk about something.
0: What else. a okay. fuck! This is such a joke. And then even to add on top of that, let let me add another thing. This is why like some of these leagues are just so stupid. Um, uh, uh, Marco Rose, he's going to freaking, um, Dortmund. Wait, who
1: Marco Rose the blue. oh the guy from uh, from Mönchengladbach yes. yeah. yeah he he he's been the he's been the top target could for you, like for two months or so could now. you
0: imagine Klopp just leaving Liverpool and coming to Manchester United
1: <laughs> it's been- it's different
0: what in Germany. The is... What is going on in <laughs> Germany, bro? You
1: or, or just or imagine
0: or imagine not even worse. Imagine um uh freaking Carlo Ancelotti said, "Okay, that's it, guys. They fire club and then Carlo Ancelotti is the new coach for um for Liverpool. Liverpool."
1: That is so yeah.
0: disgusting. That is gross, bro. <laughs>
1: When I heard that, I was like, yeah. Marco, Marco, Marco Rosa is a young coach, though. Doesn't, so see, they, they it doesn't
0: me. matter. It doesn't matter, bro. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how life works in the Premier League, man. You can You, can, you um, cannot go poach your own rival coach and say, "Well, just come join us." That just doesn't yeah. happen. It's like yeah. it's like Pep saying, okay, guys, I'm leaving City and I'm joining United. Or Ole, like, I am leaving um, United and I'm joining City. It just does not happen. But anyway, this mm-hmm. is why sometimes these leagues, I just laugh because they're just so jokes, man. Like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if in a year's time, let's say something happens, Hansi Flick puts in his two weeks, and the next minute, Euland Nagelsmann is now their new coach. Like, it's just like, they just, you know, I mean, Euland Nagelsmann is great, but... Yeah, you would you would think you would want to go to a different team than go to Bayern, you know?
1: They should have, they should have got like they should have got Nagelsmann for Dortmund.
0: Yeah, that maybe would make sense, but anyway, but but Nagelsmann does like Bayern. I know he does uh, like Bayern Munich, but still, fuck, man, yeah. it's just the way that league works, bro. is just like, are you kidding me? Up in McConnell to Bayern, like what a joke. And then Marco Rose to like. Dortmund, even bigger joke. Anyway, um, anyway, Sancho's coming for a discount. So that's all I, I care about. Oh, oh, by,
1: the, by the way, Sancho might not even be going to United. You know?
0: I heard he might be going to Liverpool.
1: Nah, he might be coming to Chelsea.
0: <laughs> if he goes to Chelsea, he's dumb. He's so dumb, bro. <laughs> He is so dumb.
1: He knows, he knows if he goes to Chelsea, he's going to bench everybody there. Nah,
0: man, he's dumb. Because Chelsea, I don't care what anybody says, but Chelsea don't have... Do you guys lack... I think it's maybe because of your strikers. You guys lack such a killer instinct, man. Like, anytime I watch you guys... It, I'm Not just like
1: we, do. E- that we, need, we need we need we need we need that striker that can finish like Giroud but Giroud is leaving yeah, so yeah. they 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 put in a 77 million bid in for Haaland.
0: Oh sure. So, yeah.
1: And Haaland, Haaland's uh, release clause is 65 66 68 million or something. Yeah. And uh so pretty much like Chelsea's giving them extra on top so pretty yeah, much they can get the, deal from
0: the that's, i I think if I, if I'm Holland I'll go to city because city need a striker right now
1: oh man but if Holland goes to Chelsea he's going to be that guy <laughs> like
0: but remember you're forgetting his dad played for city yeah so if
1: but if those he, guys you need, you need a guy like sergio Aguero man lataro Martinez is who city should
0: no no for. you're just you're just hoping they go for lataro Martinez
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can get
0: Holland. City, <laughs> because- city. If, if city enters the race for Holland, Haaland is going to City.
1: But the thing, though, the thing though is when Lampard was uh was manager, um, Holland used to come out on pre on uh on, on interviews and say yo like like uh like Chelsea's my team. Uh, Lampard was my guy. to so watch Lampard and Drogba when I was younger. Those are my players. Yeah. And, like, so, like, um, and, and then Lamps also wanted him. So, there was there's this huge talk about him coming over to Chelsea, mm-hmm. right? And, like, how, how Chelsea was planning on it already because he's such a huge admirer of, like, Lampard and shit. Apparently, he's one of his favorite players. Well, Lampard, so Lampard ain't there no more, so... That's what I mean. That's what I mean. But the thing is, if he gets the chance to come and play for the, the, the team... That he's fucking, he's top, he's he's the the, the player that he loved played for. He could, he might just say yes. I, you know I, what I mean? I don't so, think
0: so, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. Haaland right now is looking at his career. He's this kid is already a freak. He's a beast at such a young age.
1: He's competing with Kylian Mbappe while Marcus Rashford is complimenting Kylian Mbappe on on
0: Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. But the
1: that's funny, I was like, like bro, nah, no, that's funny. But either,
0: either way, either way, Rashford is still good, but Rashford, obviously, we know he is not. He's remember what I said, there's levels to this game, Rashford is not there.
1: That's what I'm yeah. Like, if Rashford ever wants to come, uh, to, wants to fulfill his full-on potential, he's got to leave, mind he's got to leave he's got to leave Manu until they get a way better manager yeah
0: I I think maybe but anyway going back going back to Haaland I think Haaland you know if he goes to City he's at the next level in in my opinion so there's three stages to his career right now this is the early stage he needs to develop
1: He can't go to City. If he goes nah, to City, nah, it's the nah. it's a rap for every English I team. know, I know. They but
0: will but do no the more reason for him to go to City. That's what I'm trying to say. You've just answered what I was trying to say. You just said what I wanted to say. Because if he goes to yeah. City with Ruben Diaz at the back, Kevin De Bruyne in the middle, Rodri as a holding, and then freaking Holland as a striker. Bro, the league is done. I will stop watching the Premier League at that point. I'll just, you know, I only watch, I only watch United, and then I'll just turn off my TV when other teams are playing. And I'm just gonna go do something else with my time, like seriously, because and, and that this is the third, this is the second stage now. Like the first stage is Dortmund to develop. He's already he doesn't even, in my opinion doesn't even need to develop too much. He's already got what it takes. The second stage is City to win. The dominate the Premier League and the third stage is Spain to dominate the Champions League. That's that's his that's his path, in my opinion. That's Mm -hmm. his path. So we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. That boy is a freak, he's a cyborg, man. Like Lewandowski is good. Um, I think he has the potential to, uh, 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 what is the word? Uh, Usurp? Yeah, usurp. usurp Guys like Lewandowski. Not now, because Lewandowski is just still a machine. But in in a couple years time, um, or maybe next year even, you can start to see him really assert his dominance. That kid is just money. He's freaking money. You know, if you if you have put him on a team like um, Leipzig, oh my god. They would be so gross to watch, man. They will be so disgusting. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's that piece there. But uh, jumping over to the Milan Derby, let's jump over because we've got to wrap things up here. We're running out of time. Um, yeah, yeah. But Milan Derby, Inter Milan 1-3-0. Uh, Conte again, brilliant. Inter is now top. You remember this season, I said, this is the season for Inter, Milan and Conte to win things. Um, yeah. And I've been seeing people just hammer me about Lukaku and all this shit and talking. I'm like, guys, like, you guys are forgetting that Lukaku and Inter Milan are not in the freaking Champions League. They're not in the Europa League. If anything, they have more time than any freaking person to study and spend time and train and, you know, do all this stuff. And um, they should be beating AC Milan, in my opinion. They should be. They have a better squad, they have a bunch of winners on that team um they've got alexis sanchez who won things in spain they've got um uh what they call him uh, Aturo Vidal, who's who's a season veteran that's won things everywhere with juventus bayern yeah. he's gone to barca um you know they have a good team bro and then they have a b- mixed blood of youth with ashram uh, ha uh, hakimi which i freaking i yeah. love him he's the best right back in um in italy uh, Nicolo, Nicola yeah, Nicola Barella, the best midfielder in Italy, and then Latoro Martinez, one of the better, you know, uh, partnered strikers with Lukaku. So people keep like blasting my timelines and talking about Lukaku. I'm like, guys, like Lukaku is good, but not one single day did I ever think like this freaking guy. I regret us letting him go. In fact, I'm happy that yeah. I'm happy that we let him go. I think, in fact, and if anything, he's overrated. Everybody says he's underrated. I don't think he's underrated. I think Lukaku now is overrated. This is a freaking guy that Alexis Sanchez was gonna head a goal in the dying seconds against Shakhtar Donetsk, and somehow he put his big head there to block it from getting to the net. Like people need to like stop wasting their energy on this dude, man. Like he's a good player, he's a phenomenal player, he deserves all the plaudits, but stop like saying oh United oh blah blah blah, like. At least we're in a Europa League, man. This guy is freaking running around Italy as if he runs the whole goddamn town. You don't even run the whole thing. The the person who runs that thing is a dude who's like 34 years old or 35 years old, Cristiano freaking Ronaldo. Anyway, yeah. people just keep like blasting me. Like, bro, I f- I keep watching Lukaku, man. I watch this dude so many times. He's a good <laughs> player, fantastic player. Please don't get it wrong. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's a good freaking player. But, man, he's not as good as y'all think he is, man. He really isn't. Yeah. He really is not. Like, there's moments when, like, balls will come to him, and you're like, bro, bro, trap this thing, bro. Please, you what you train 24-bloody-7, 365, bro. Trap that freaking ball, and that ball just flies, man. It looks like, oh, my God. It looks like a ping pong, you know what I mean? Like, it flies off him. Like, anyway, uh, but bottom line, he's doing good. He's doing good in Italy and I think the league is suitable to him but I just think that people should just like leave me alone with this boy, man. he's a, <laughs> <laughs> a good player. he's, play, he's <laughs> a good player. He's playing a he's playing a goddamn good team in, in, in Inter with Conte. Um, yeah. He deserves all the credit he should get but I don't think he's underrated like people are saying. I think in fact, if anything, he's overrated. That's just my own two cents about that dude. So,
1: speaking of speaking of Inter are they going to do it is this is this is this the final they, they better do it. still a lot of games
0: No out. it's not the final they better do it though because they they in the best position right now to do it like if you if you can't beat juventus right now this season how bad juventus are um when are you going to do it when
1: yeah
0: right so they got to do it, bro. Like, for me, if Inter don't do it this year, I don't know when they're going to ever freaking do it. Um, it's kind of like the same situation with England. <clears throat> you know, Liverpool. Liverpool looked like they were going to go on a tear and then all of a sudden injuries killed them and now they've lost all the momentum. They're losing home games like it's candy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so City took the mantle. If if United could not do it this year, when would United do it? It's the same yeah. thing with Inter. If Inter don't do it this year, then when would Inter do it? So, Conte Conte yeah. has gotten all the money. Like, when it comes to investments, he's gotten all... Yeah, some of those players are, like, ancient, man. He's investing in Ashley Young. He's investing in Matteo Darmian. He's investing in Alexis Sanchez. like, Arturo Vidal. Guys who are, like, freaking old, bro. Like, Kolarov, you know? Um, Perisic, like, you know, he, he brought that Perisic from Bayern. Like... You know, when, okay. If you don't do it this year, bro, when are you gonna do it? You know what I mean. So, um, I I just I just think Conte. This is the season. Conte is a great coach. I love I love Conte as a coach. I think he's one of. It, it, I've seen what he has done, but I question a lot of things. Like you know, everybody says uh, all these players like you know, blah blah blah. Lukaku's played for a great team. Inter is a great team, but they they struggled against. Borussia match in Gladbach, bro. Right? Do you know? Yeah. In a in a in a in a in a um group that they should have, in my opinion, gone through. They were struggling against teams they shouldn't have struggled against. They were struggling against Shakhtar, right? Like should they be, didn't they beat Shakhtar like four nothing last season? And then Shakhtar figured out all their strengths, and then all of a sudden, like in the last um, Europa League, I think they beat them four nothing in the. In the uh, semi-final or whatever. And then Shakhtar figured them out after they played them, and then all of a sudden they couldn't play them again. So I just look at it like, you know, you guys are kind of flops, right? Like you guys choked on the um, – you guys always choke when it matters most. You guys can't choke now because Juventus are not good enough like this year. They're just not. So the league is wide open for you or AC Milan. AC Milan are not even – AC Milan is still figuring themselves out. AC Milan has been the Cinderella story of the season in Italy. So, you mm-hmm. see, either y'all figure this shit out, get get the Ws, get the wins, or just shut up. Because you will never get this chance again. So, mm-hmm. if they choke, man, it would be the biggest choke. Conte better win this thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Conte better win this. Lukaku better win this. I'm probably going to get more fucking crap on people messaging me and shit. But this is he better <laughs> win it. Like that's the way I look at it. This is one of their there are very few chances to win a trophy. They better do it now.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, man. Anyway, that's my coverage for Italian League. Um I don't I didn't watch any other games but um I need to I need to watch some Napoli. I'm gonna plan to I'm planning to watch some Napoli this uh um this Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> This movie, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go back watch a couple of their games because uh, my boy Victor Seaman is taking care of business. You know what I'm saying? Um well, He's back. I, I don't know if he's back, but I think he, I think he is. I, I, if he's not back, then I'm not gonna watch that game. Fuck that shit. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that those are things I'm gonna be checking out. But um I think we've covered up most of it, bro. Covered most of it.
1: Yeah. Yes, sir. I think.
0: Yes, sir. Anywho, uh, we'll end the show here today. Um, thanks, guys, for listening to us and tuning back in. Um, you know, please, if you love the show, you like the show, subscribe, like, uh, share it with your friends if you can. Um, and, uh, you know, follow us on uh, podcast CBF on Twitter. Um, and if you have any, you know, thing you want to share with us, that would that would greatly help us. I well, really appreciate it man.
1: Yes, yes. Let us uh let us say our praise.
0: God damn, what the hell?
1: Anyway, we're out of here guys. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> bye. bye.